0: This is the Fit Roots Podcast, and I'm your host, Aidan Lee. We are focused on teaching you the best of philosophy, martial arts, health, well-being, and business. Our mission is to build modern warriors who enhance their lives through continual physical and mental evolution, and then bestow that gift onto the next generation. Today, we've got Steve O'Brien joining us. Steve is a highly self-motivated professional with over eight years' international experience in transformation coaching. He's academically qualified in business coaching, coupled with multiple international accreditations and practical hands-on experience in fitness and health coaching. After overcoming many challenges in life himself, he's now passionate about inspiring and motivating others to take on a journey of positive change. Welcome to the Fit Roots podcast, Stephen. How are we getting on today? Yeah, good to have you here. Thanks for coming on. It's, uh, you know, it's a pleasure and I'm looking forward to... You know, sharing everyone's uh, your journey with everyone, especially with what you said in the bio, Stephen. I'd love to start off with understanding a bit more about your background. So, could you tell us about you know how you got to where you are now? Like almost like a, a short history of you know how you started and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah. So, well, my my, back, my background's in health and fitness, and it's been something I've been doing now for um, coming on nine years, and I suppose kind of the whole reason why. I got into health and fitness in the first place was simply because of my own journey because um, my, basically my own fitness journey basically kind of saved my life. Um, so like for me, for a long time growing up, I was someone that was kind of really shy and quiet, kind of kept to myself. Um, but at the same time, I kind of hated who I was. Um, I hated my own body image. Um, and I kind of went through a time of life as well where um where i kind of basically happened kind of all within a couple of years of getting like basically kicked out of home um going through depression um anxiety and uh, spent like or spent about a couple of months not being able to sleep at night having panic attacks and stuff like that um so in and around then what i did is i decided to move away to spain and um, move to canary over to the canary islands where I was over there for about three years altogether. So like I had some really good times over there, but I also went through some really tough times. And while over there as well, I, was, um, I ended up in an abusive relationship and things just completely spiraled out of control for me. Um, I was living out fast food all the time. I was working in bars and I was basically drinking every single day of the week. And going through that, obviously things are going to start cracking. And And for me, I just kind of slowly started to basically deteriorate on myself and and kind of going through an abusive relationship at the same time just kind of got me to a stage where I felt I had nothing else around me. Um, I had no family around me. I had no real friends around me living over there. And it got to a stage one night where I just thought enough is enough and I just couldn't take anymore. And that's when I ended up being suicidal and just wanted to, get out of a hole that I couldn't get out of and I didn't see any other way out of. Um, but um, I think everything happens for a reason. And like just around that time as well, my, I remember my boss turning around to me saying, oh, do you want to come to the gym? And he literally said it to me as a joke, knowing that I wouldn't go because he's seen the lifestyle I was living. He's seen that I was just drinking nonstop and eating crap and doing all this. So I said, yeah, I want to go. Um, so I went to the gym with him one day and something kind of clicked inside me um it was i just kind of felt alive again it was a way for me to kind of release any anger frustration fear and i just started to feel good again inside there now like my journey was slow and it did take a long time to get to to where i wanted to go but i slowly started to make different changes in my life um, i slowly started to kind of eat a bit better i started to drink more water um i was smoking back then and i gave up smoking so i started doing all these little things and slowly started to to, to kind of regain myself and it kind of started a, an addiction for basics for health and fitness so seeing the impact it could have on you and I, I felt it myself and it was it was so empowering for me um, that I continued and I kept it up even afterwards when I left Spain and I came back home um, so I when I was back home I was working for a couple of years and uh, decided to head off traveling and they ended up in, over in Australia Um, so at this stage I was big into my training and stuff like that and everybody else knew I was big into it And a lot of people say why don't you become a personal trainer so um, so it was something I always wanted to do but I actually never even knew how to go about it so um, when I was working in Australia I was working in bars and stuff over there and doing construction and things but it was never something I enjoyed doing I was only going to work to make a wage and then one day I said no I'm just I'm going to get into the fitness industry and I'm just going to do it. So I went away, did my course, got in there. And um, I was in Australia for about seven years. And while over there, built a really successful personal training business. And what was so fulfilling and rewarding from it was seeing the impact it was having on other people. Because like for me, it wasn't so, so much about helping people lose weight and stuff, but it was really about how you can make people feel. Um, when you have people turn around just saying, oh my God, you've kind of completely changed my life. You've, you've allowed me to achieve something that I've never thought possible. It was just like, it, it's so uplifting, like getting messages from people, getting emails from people and people telling you this kind of stuff. So um, so that's really what kind of drove me even more with it. Um, so that, that was kind of the beginning of my kind of whole fitness journey and what got me into it and kind of, um, has kind of led to me where I'm at right now, but um, but what I've learned as well along the way, there's so much more to it than just getting people moving. Um, it's obviously about getting people eating right. Again, people don't understand the importance of whole foods in the body and the impact that they can have as well. Um, looking at all the different elements, like people looking at people's sleep, hydration, their stress levels, all this kind of stuff. So um, that kind of made me realize as well, there's a whole mindset in behind it because it's all like everybody knows what to do. The thing is, people just don't do it. And I think that um, um, is for anybody and everybody, including myself, with different things. But it all comes back to getting your mindset right. When your mindset's right, then there's nothing will stop you from doing anything that you that you really want to be able to do. Mm. So um, I kind of started my own personal de- development journey as well. And I've been doing personal development for about, I suppose, about five or six years or so. And again, that's had a huge impact on me in my own self-confidence. And... Um, doing simple things, like even doing public speaking. Because for for me, being like so shy for so many years um, and kind of getting uncomfortable in situations around people I didn't really know and stuff like that, and doing personal development has allowed me to really open up myself. And now I've spoken in front of groups of people and did talks and stuff like that numerous times. Um, So again, I've kind of seen the impact it can have on you doing the mindset stuff and the personal development stuff and where that can actually take you. So then um, I decided then to, to go away and do a diploma in life coaching. So I've, um, I've done that now as well. And it, it, again, it's been so fulfilling to be able to sit down with someone and help people kind of make that tr- transition and make that shift within their mind to kind of broaden their thinking to be able to, again, have the belief in themselves that they can actually achieve something or helping them set a kind of a new path that will guide them towards something that they truly want to be able to work towards. So so for me now, it's all about kind of health and not, not just health, but a whole kind of aspect of wellness, really, and looking at all the different elements and seeing where people are and right, what we need to work on here or what we, or what we need to work on there to help people move forward. So, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, yep. yeah, no, it's something that I'm kind of really excited about as well at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. no, as you should be, and uh, simultaneously, because you've been through so much to now get to where you are today, you know what it takes to go from a negative or a bad place to a now good and positive place and one where you are now making the change on the kind of person you were before, but on other people instead. So, you know, that's a super powerful thing because you you can talk from experience, not just, you know, always being the person who's always been healthy and always been in the optimal state because sometimes there's a bit of a disconnect uh, if some of us, especially like people like you and I who have never really been through, if we haven't been through anything uh negative or anything bad the general public doesn't really see us as realistic people to aspire to or to be like
1: yeah no very true indeed and um yeah, but even like looking at the simple thing of like even happiness and stuff with people so like like i, I connect to a lot of people on social media and stuff like that and then you're just, like around health and asking about their goals and stuff like that and And it's funny, like when you kind of dig a bit deeper on what people truly want to achieve, like everybody will start off, especially women that always start off saying, oh, I want to lose weight. But when you kind of start digging a little deeper, it's so many times people come back and they talk about about being happy. Mm. And it's, 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 um, it's so funny because, again, that kind of comes back to the mindset stuff because it's not just helping someone lose weight that's going to make them happy. There needs to be a shift in their mindset as well. Um, and for me, that's something, I suppose, another part of my journey really that, and it's only been recently in the last, I suppose, the last um, year and a half or so that I started to realize that um, creating happiness does actually come from within you, um, from where you're at and your your thinking and how you kind of go about your everyday. Um, so like when I was living over in Australia, um, I basically had everything. Um, I had the perfect lifestyle, lifestyle. I had an absolutely thriving business over there. Um I was married. I was living five minute walk to Bondi Beach, so like I could finish work early some days I'd come back I go surfing I had like a, my dream motorbike as well for cruising around the place so like it was really incredible over there, but within an instant, I lost it all and um ended up moving to so my my ex wife at the time she basically got her dream job in New York, and we ended up moving over there um when I moved over there um at the time I couldn't work around and I was in a place that I really didn't want to be. Um, We ended up kind of falling apart, and I ended up being back in Ireland after losing everything Um, because I sold up everything over there. Being in New York, not being able to work, you really quickly run out of money. So all money, everything was gone, back in Ireland, kind of right back to where I started again. Um, But the thing is now, like, I'm so much happier now than I was before. And something that I started to realise is that it's really about... um, how you see situations, whether if you're going to look back on something and continue to let that drag you down, or if you're going to continue to look forward for something that inspires you, something that picks you up and something that, that can um, make you feel more fulfilled and moving forward. And for me, like it's such a simple thing to do, but at the same time, it's so hard to be able to, to get excited about something when you had something done before that just completely dragged you back. Mm. So being able to just kind of let go of that and say, no, it's okay, and just continue to move forward. And that's what I really learned to do as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because you went through a lot lot of things, and I guess that does lead me to my next question, Stephen, which is, you know, all those challenges that you faced in your life and looking at where you are now, how did you overcome them? So, you you know, you mentioned the depression, the suicidal, the abusive relationship, losing everything, divorce, which is a big one as well. How do you go through all of that and then, you know, get to where you are now? um
1: for me like i always get excited about where i want to go and about things that i want to be able to achieve and if i don't have like a bit of a vision in my head or something that i want to work towards um i find that then i might be then i'll start to be dragged back um so that, that that's like from the very start could i go over with the suicide and stuff it was the fitness thing that got me through that because it came back to emotions and how I actually felt and doing the fitness thing made me feel a lot better. So I stuck with it. Um, but then, like, with the divorce and losing everything and coming back there and stuff like that, that was all the mindset stuff. Mm. And, and, like, it's, like, doing the personal development stuff as well is it's not, like, not just overcoming that, but overcoming anything or even getting into a situation where you might have an argument with, with someone. And it's kind of really changed my thinking, how I look at stuff. So for me, I never, let, I try to never let stuff drag me down. Um, I'll always be able to go through something, but let it go straight away. And really, I think that was a huge thing for me when I learned how to do that, that mm-hmm. I was able to say, okay, no, I'm, I'm here right now. Like I'm, I'm standing here, I'm healthy, I'm fit, I have my, I have a roof over my head and everything, right? Now I can start to move forward again.
0: Nice. So, so you're able to dissociate between sometimes what's a negative event in and of itself and not tie that to all of the other events in your life and thus bring everything else down. Yeah. Awesome. I've, been able, I've been able to let go of stuff that I, I
1: don't need to hold on to. Yeah. And I, th- I, like, I think that's a huge challenge for a lot of people as well, being able to let go. Um, because like, the, I think the more you dwell on things, the more you drag onto things, the harder it is to let them go. But until you can say, no, it's okay to let it go, then it's so much easier Then, like for me, it was like a huge weight off my shoulders when I learned how to do that. Um, And it wasn't easy to do because like I spent years of personal development and listening to different things and reading books and stuff like that. So that's had a huge influence on me progressing and moving forward as well
0: yeah no as it does and as you say you're changing your mind literally from the inside and then externally your body and your habits uh, reflect that so Stephen, I'd love to hear about a few personal habits or daily routine routines uh, that you feel contribute to your success. Could you tell us a bit more about those
1: um well for me personally, the number one thing comes back to training again um i i, I like I, I love i uh, um seen progression in my training and stuff um, like I was chatting to you earlier about doing the kettlebell stuff so that's something I've only got into about eight months ago but every week I can see myself progressing, progressing and i like, pushing myself a little bit harder and like that kind of um, that big comp- Irish competition I was on there last weekend going to that and winning that as well it's it's like been able to do stuff like that and I look back on how hard I trained and then I know it's all, it's all paid off so like that's something, that'd be number one for me. Um, I'm huge into into eating really well. Like I, I don't come across many people that will eat as clean as I do. Um, but like, again, like I still love my nights out and I still love partying and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm all about having a lifestyle. Do stuff you enjoy, but also do stuff that you're supposed to be doing every day. So like, like having like um, like raw smoothies every day and stuff like that. Um, focusing on lots of clean, real food. Um, So like say 80, 80, 80, 90% of the time, that's the way I'm eating, but then I'm not going to restrict myself from having a burger every now and then or a pizza or a beer and stuff like that. So it's all about that balance. Um, So I suppose that's another thing as well, because at the end of the day, if you're constantly eating like eating crap, then you're going to start feeling like crap. You're going to start feeling run down. You're going to start feeling bloated and tired and you find it hard, hard to get up in the morning and all these kind of different things. Whereas if you're eating healthy, it's going to have that opposite effect. So mm. that's, I suppose that's another big thing for me.
0: Yeah. So the body um, and the mind are the big two for you. Yeah. Looking oh, after, definitely. Looking after the mind with the body by looking after the, itself in its physical form and then in, in its, if you like, in its atomic form by eating good good foods, which will contribute to good, um, if you like, our internal composition. Oh, definitely. Awesome. Is there um, anything else?
1: Like, um. I I suppose, just even come back to that again, kind of what kind of inspires me about that is when you kind of look at other people that could be in their 40s or 50s or 60s and you see them in a position where they can barely even look after themselves, that they're massively overweight, they've got all these different health issues and stuff like that. So like for me, I kind of look ahead long term with that because I never want to be in that position myself. I still, when I'm older, I still want to be fit and healthy and active and all this kind of stuff. Mm. Um... Well, yeah, so probably another habit then would be um, personal development. Yeah. Um, again, that's been huge for me. Um, I'm big on listening to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So, like I use the, the app um, Audible, mm-hmm. I find that really good. And when I'm in the car, I don't really listen to the radio, I'll just plug in my phone into the car and listen to an audiobook. Nice. So, yeah. So, that, that, that's, that's probably the main thing for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, great, great ones um, and I'm with you, I use audibles all the time and the other ones are again absolutely great examples, And the way you've explained it as well hopefully really uh, allows people to see how beneficial it can be when you do take care of just a few fundamental things and why they're actually the primary things rather than focusing on uh, money or business or career first you know, hey look after yourself first then those things will take care of themselves so good, and Stephen what your other strategies for success we've talked about habits and uh daily routines but what about your strategies for success
1: um strategy so um i suppose from like i'm i'm a very kind of visual person and it's it's funny that um i always seem to get kind of different ideas or, or what to kind of do and stuff like that when i'm listening to personal development stuff so like i could be in my car driving along I listen to whatever I'm listening to, but then I start thinking about other things or what I could be doing or, um, setting up different things or what way I could, um, start to, um, different strategies I can start to use to implement into my business and stuff like that. Mm. So, um, so I suppose for me, it's, it's, it's about kind of having, um, the downtime, the place I can just kind of switch off a bit. <laughs> and sometimes most of the time for me, that's actually when I'm in, I'm in the car driving. I start letting my kind of mind wander and stuff um also as well about really about finding something that's going to excite me mm-hmm. so like I um I think I, I'm all about trying of kind of really visualize something and then just get excited and just keep kind of doing different things and try and start working towards it um whereas I know from a lot like especially like talking to a lot of my friends and stuff like that that they're like they were not into personal development around that, but all they do is do the same thing over and over and over. And watching them, I, I can see that like they're never going to be progressing anywhere. Um, so, I, again, it comes back to basically your mindset and how you're thinking and what you're doing in your daily habits that that's actually going to allow you to be able to to change that thinking to be able to work towards whatever success someone wants to work towards.
0: Yeah, because that success, you know, you're now demonstrating is a result of the habits that you have accumulated and act upon consistently to then give you X result of success, right? Yeah, definitely.
1: Hmm. Uh, Yeah,
0: and I can see that, you know, the way way you think, and I think you made a good point there about sort of really visualizing it and seeing it as if it's in reality, you know, you can call it whatever you want, whether it's actually visualization or something else, but the fact that as you say, when you act upon them, that's the point at which it matters because you can visualize all you want. But obviously, if you don't act upon it, then, you know, what will it do?
1: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And pushing yourself outside your comfort zone as well. So that's another thing. Um, so even, like, coming right back from the start, when I started my personal training business and I was living in Australia, um, so, like, even going out, approaching like health stores in the area and doing stuff like that and handing out business cards and trying to connect with other people so i was always trying to push myself to do something that i that i really didn't want to do yeah. and like doing even doing stuff like that helped me with with my confidence confidence as well on top of that yeah. so um so i think that's another thing as well if you, if you feel like oh i don't know if i want to do that then you know you're, you're starting to do the right things
0: yeah, you know you should go into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. That's really good. So, Stephen, I'd love to for you to tell the audience. I mean, you know, I do this kind of stuff daily as you do as well. Um, but especially from your perspective, about you know, let's say there's someone listening now and who could do with some, you know, some help from you or me. But in this case, particularly you, and say they're either a pr- prospective client or someone who just really needs help to get their health and well-being sorted. You know, what tips would you give to them to get started?
1: um let's well, suppose in around health is first of all it's about trying to figure out what it is they want um and then next thing it's about asking them why they want it mm. like what kind of an impact is it going to have for them um how is it going to make them feel um and when they when they when they reach their goal like what what in what way is it going to impact their life um but they're kind of the main things i kind of ask people at the start anyway Because you always say, oh, I want to get fit. I want to get healthy or this or that. But like, what's the main reason reason behind it? Because I think it's important as well to kind of dive into that a bit deeper as well because um, we want to get people thinking long-term. You don't want to just, like if someone says, oh, I want to lose 10 kilos. Okay, cool. But what's going to happen after that? Because like you get so many people as well, like in the gym, they go, Yeah, but I just want to lose ten kilos, and then I'm going to be happy and whatever. And then just get them there, and they lose it, and they give up the gym, they go back eating crap, they do all these things again. So I think it's really about trying to create that shift in someone's mindset from right from day one. Mm -hmm. Um, Like even when I'm working with people doing personal training or doing online coaching and stuff like that, it's all about trying to stay, um, trying to set more goals than what they are already setting. And so like even in a gym i'm always focused on kind of performance goals yes like if you want to run a certain distance a certain amount of time you want to lift a certain amount of weight because by doing all those things it's going to help them towards their weight loss if that's what they wanted just mm-hmm. as an example so i'm very much about setting those performance goals but then also setting why don't we try and focus on creating a lifestyle what are the things around what you're already doing do we need to start changing so that to ensure that you do reach your goals yeah. Um, also, as well, asking the question around what are the biggest challenges you think is going to come up against you in this journey as well. So, yeah. because I think if you can put everything on the table right from the start, then you can start to break down any barriers that may be in the way of them moving forward. Whereas if those barriers are already there, then they'll go so far, but then they could be kept dragging back or they might just give up completely. So,
0: yeah. So, that's nice. kind of the
1: approach I kind of take.
0: Yeah, I like love, I love it and I love it. And I do a similar, somewhat similar thing. Um, and yeah, because a lot of people, I'm sure you'll agree, Stephen, and you've kind of said it there, that same sentiment is that they don't actually know what they want. They say they, know, they say they know it like, yeah, I just want to lose some weight. But as you say, all right, well, when you lose the weight, what's that going to give you? you know, how are you going to feel? But then what? You've lost the weight? All right, that's not going to be forever. So as you say, because it's short term, it's a bit myopic. You know, The thinking is, all right, let's get this weight off or let's get this fat down. And then I'll maintain it. I mean, that's the classic word. I, I can't stand myself because that definition implies that. All right, you're good. You can just relax now, and or you can just put in the same amount of effort. But if you have something like you do, performance based. All right, well, that's fine. You, you know, you ran that far that quickly, but how about doing it an extra thirty seconds quicker or something like that? You know, yeah. um, it's it goes deeper. And as you say, once once people see that, I guess it's getting them to see that and get that light bulb moment and hopefully switch from long uh, short term to long-term thinking.
1: Oh, no, definitely. I think, I think if you do that, it it can make a bigger impact on someone big time.
0: Mm, Definitely. Um, And on that note, Stephen, what, if you like, in recent times development in either your area of expertise or just in general, in the health uh, philosophy, martial arts or business worlds has excited you the most? Um,
1: it's really seeing the shift in people. It's that, that, that's that's really what it comes down to: seeing the impact that you're having on people. That that that's what excites me. Mm. Um, like even so, even recently, getting in the the gym I'm working in, they received an email from one of my clients, um, basically saying that the impact that I've had on her life, um, the confidence that I've allowed her to kind of regain again um and she's kind of saying as well like it's, it's given her her life back so like receiving stuff like that is absolutely mind-blowing um or even like I did yeah It it really comes down to the results even though like with doing because I'm doing um, the life coaching as well so I, like I had a life coaching client and basically um he um wanted to quit his job he wanted to look for something else and we kind of sat down and went through a different bit of a strategy on trying to figure out what his dream job would look like. Mm. So we kind of um, we kind of broke it all down, looked at all the different elements, looked at his values, his beliefs, what way he would like to see this dream job. And then once we kind of created that, we kind of went through different questions on how to figure out where we're going to find that job. And in the end, he was kind of looking at different companies and stuff like that. But towards the end of it, we created a strategy that he was actually going to present this new role to the current company uh-huh. and he did it and he got the job They created a whole new role for him wow so like when he came back to me goes oh my god that, that's unbelievable he couldn't believe it Because, like when we kind of went through it i said like how, how would it make you feel like if, if you were doing this job and he was like oh my god it'd be over the moon this this would be the thing i'd really love to be doing so again it, it came back to to seeing going through that strategy but actually seeing it working and coming out the other end of him getting that job within the company he was already in. Hmm. So, so yeah, it it all comes back to the results people are getting. That's what
0: makes it fulfilling. Exactly, and that's what people want. You know, obviously they want a great experience along the way but ultimately they're investing in the results that they can gain from someone like ourselves or yourself in this great story, your, your expertise, and I guess that demonstrates it very clearly is that, you know, having optimal health in the fuller sense of the world, you know, physically, mentally, and spiritually, opens up so many more doors than you would naturally have either if you just focus on health uh, in the normal sense of the word, just the physical, or if you weren't healthy at all. You know, look at that. That guy's basically changed his life around and in the bigger sense of the word, he's actually now doing something he loves to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that's you know, super powerful. And on that note, it kind of brings us to our next question, Stephen, which is, you know, we're looking at, I can tell very much so that we're looking at health from a broader, necessary, necessarily broader perspective. But what are your thoughts on the health and well-being industry as it starts? Um, yeah, there's, I, I, I think
1: there's, there's, a lot, a lot, there's a lot of people have lots of different opinions out there. And I think it confuses a lot of people because there's so many people saying, Oh, you should do this or you should do that, or um like even different ways of eating and stuff. You should do paleo, you should do cato, you should do um go vegan, you should do all these different things. So there's so much stuff out there, and I think it really comes it really confuses people. They don't know what to do. And Yeah, it doesn't really, even it comes like the styles of training and stuff like that, oh, you shouldn't do this, or you should do that, or whatever. Um, At the end of the day, I I just think it really comes back to eat clean food, eat real food, and get yourself moving. That's all it comes back to. (laughs) Eat real food, get yourself moving, Um, looking at um, kind of the fitness industry.
0: Mm. So get get rid of the confusion and keep it simple. Yeah, 100% like
1: as like, well with all these diets like it's like, like for me personally I don't believe in diets because when someone says oh yeah I'm going to go on a diet that just means they're going to eat a certain way for a certain amount of time and then they're going to change back
0: yeah by definition right
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's really what, what it means And mm. um, so I, I believe it should be just about why don't you just focus on trying to eat more real food get more fruits and veg into you get mm. more lean meat get some fish into you just try and focus on that kind of stuff Mm. Roger and say, oh, I have to follow this diet and this diet and I have to weigh in my food and do all this kind of stuff. And then like with the training, I, like, I think with the training as well, it d- depends on what someone actually wants to achieve. But really it comes back to training is about getting someone moving. They don't have to do a specific exercise or they don't have to do a specific class. It comes back to, f- to someone finding something that they enjoy. Because if they enjoy it, they'll keep it up and they'll keep on going. Mm-hmm. whereas if they're doing something and they feel like oh god i have to go in and do that again today they're not going to keep it up yeah
0: definitely yeah and that's it i, I will say that as well even to people who join uh us i know they're going to love it but hey if you don't enjoy it we don't want to we don't want you to be there and vice versa you know but you will enjoy it so it's great but as you say if you don't enjoy it it's yeah a long-term solution so on that note talking about uh, men in particular Stephen, what issues do you see that men should be thinking about
1: um, I think it's long-term health is the main thing that they should be thinking about because, again, you come across so many people now with health issues. Um, there's, like, like, at the moment, I don't know how many people have heard now with cancer and diabetes and all these different things. And, and a lot of the time, those things can be prevented through better health and lifestyle. Because at the at the end of the day, like your body is a machine and your and your body runs off real food. And if you're not putting that real food in every day, eventually something's going to give. And for most people, when they get health issues and stuff, it, it's not because they had a burger last weekend or they had a big night out. It's because of years of doing it. Yeah. So eventually your body starts to break down. So I think the biggest issue is it comes back to people changing the mindset of saying, right. No, I have to do something good for myself. I don't have to do good every single day, but trying to build up to doing, I suppose, the 80-20 rule or 80% of the time, you're, you're putting this goodness in. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if people even just started doing that, it would have a massive impact on so many people's health. And, and even with people kind of reversing health issues. Like I had, um, I had a client when I was in Australia, he was type 2 diabetic, 35 kilos overweight. And when he went into the diabetic clinic, he was told that 10% of men over there would ever reverse their diabetes okay. and because, because most of them just accept it and they go on the tablets and that's it. Mm. Um, but for him, it took him until actually he got diabetes to actually do anything about it. Mm. Um, but within a two-year space, we reversed the diabetes, completely changed his whole lifestyle, um, lost over 35 kilos and he was in his 50s when he started training with me yes. so it, it so it just kind of goes to show it doesn't matter what age you were it doesn't matter where you're at what matters is you start to take control of your own health because mm. eventually if you don't something's going to happen or something's going to give um, even when people talk about oh but it's diabetes in my family or obesity is in my family and that's probably because all your family are eating together every day yeah <laughs> you know
0: just an excuse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it just comes back to someone taking full control of themselves. Uh, and yeah, I think that
0: would have a huge control. impact. And as you said, it's our full responsibility because once you do, yes, it's great to seek help as well. But even then, you know, you can only take the horse to the water, not force it to drink. So if, if the client, the student, whoever it may be, isn't willing to put in the work, all the knowledge in the world, it's not going to mean anything. So, you know, that's a great example, and yeah, I see that a lot as well. Uh, you know, here as well as I'm sure, sure there too that the the rising, the sky rising uh, heights of, if you like, of all these diseases which shouldn't be so prevalent, but are actually able to be re- in many ways uh, reversed and or prevented. And as it said, prevention is better than cure. Uh, so let's see, you know, what our kind of help can do for them. So, Stephen, on to wrap up before we do a few signature questions you mentioned one earlier but are there any resources like websites videos books uh, workshops etc that you would recommend to those listening
1: um well like i said earlier about audible.com so if someone doesn't isn't it to like i'm not into reading physical books they don't do it much so i find that really really handy um especially again like even if you're in the gym bang on your earphones um, I do it when I'm, i I listen to an audiobook when I'm when I'm doing my cardio. I have to do light cardio every, er, er, a couple of days a week as part of the kettlebell training. It's a bit boring, but I put in the earphones and I just listen to an audiobook. Um, and yeah. so that's always handy. Um, a book that I always recommend to a lot of people is um, it's called The Power of the Subconscious Mind by a guy called Joseph Murphy. And I find that book truly incredible. It re- it really kind of changes how you think and um, the words you use and it, 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 it even um, kind of changes the way you speak to other people as well so it's all about kind of trying to remove negativity negative words and kind of changing your thought pattern as well so like that's definitely the number one book i'd always recommend to people and you can actually get it it's on youtube but actually if you're youtube it's on you can get it for free on there even. Great. um, um I suppose uh, probably one of, one of the very first um, personal development books to listen to or read was um, Tony Robbins, um, Awaken the Giant Within that again, that's another really incredible book. Um, but then even looking on YouTube, you can find loads of Tony Robbins stuff and um, Jim Rohn. That's another incre- incredible person. He's got so many um, kind of philosophies and ways of thinking and the way he put stuff. Um you could listen to him for hours and hours. You just kind of get trapped into his voice. It's so cool. But um <laughs> Yeah, no, he's, he's incredible. Um, I suppose that that's kind of the main thing, really.
0: Cool. No, some great resources. I haven't read that book myself, so I'll go and check it out as well. And, uh, yeah, thanks for that. Okay. Oh, definitely. Um, just to wrap up on some uh, signature questions, Stephen. So with these questions, just the first, if you like, just one line or short answer that comes to your mind when you think of it. Yeah. So the yeah. first one is, what advice would you give to the young boys who are venturing into manhood? Um. I
1: suppose to try and start thinking above and beyond of where you're already at. Um, so for me, cause I had no vision. I'd no, I'd nothing when I was younger uh, as in no, no vision of what I wanted or where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do for work around like that. So I think find something that you're truly passionate about and then just chase after that.
0: Great. Brilliant. Question two is what keeps you awake at night, if anything? Um,
1: Was at the moment, nothing. <laughs> you sleep well? I, at, at the moment, I'm sleeping really well. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't for a while when I was kind of um, kind of trying to get my um, business back up and running and trying to get some stuff happening. And I think that was just down to being on my computer late at night and on my phone late at night. So. Mm. Um, but at the moment, no, I sleep really well.
0: <laughs> Very glad. Good. Okay. So let's say we're having a, another conversation 10 years from now, Stephen. What would you have accomplished in that time? Um, I
1: so for me I'm trying to still interlink all the different parts of my business with the personal training uh, with the kind of nutrition program I have um, with the life coaching so I'm still trying to find a way of interlinking all that together um, and then to be able to try and have it going out worldwide to people so have kind of tools in place have systems in place that Um, gets people's thinking on track and changes their mindset and have them more focus on health and wellness and doing things for themselves and eating a lot better and being creating more happiness within people as well and being able to allow them to um, create more excitement in their life, really.
0: Love it. Cool. Sounds good. If you had the power to change one thing in the world, what would it be?
1: Um, Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) I think really about changing people's thinking because I think if you can change people's thinking, they can achieve anything they want. Mm. Um, Great. Yeah, if you you can change people's um, thinking patterns to be able to drop things that are holding them back and be able to see above and beyond. Um, the way I actually explained this to a couple of people um, before about, uh, or the way that I kind of explained it would be that, you know, if you're taken off, especially if you're taken off on a plane, say from Ireland or England, or like that it's nearly always cloudy. And I think the way for a lot of people when they're thinking when you're taken off, like imagine if it was just a lashing rain day and stuff like that, and you're taken off on a plane, this is the first time you've been in a plane. The thing is, All you see is the the, the dark and the clouds and the rain and stuff like that. Um, But for someone that's been on a plane before, they know what's above the clouds. They know that it's bright and it's sunny and it's shining down on you. And I think if you can get someone to see up there, people will have um, a much kind of broader mindset to be able to actually chase after things that they want.
0: Nice. I completely (laughs) agree. I think uh, thinking is is so powerful. And if you can really optimize that, you want to... Big, big things, good. So number five is you're about to compose your own epitaph or obituary. What would it say?
1: Um, I suppose just keep chasing after what you want.
0: Nice, good, short and sweet, okay. How would you, your life and your impact be described by others at your own funeral? Um,
1: Positive uplifting. Um, So yeah, a positive uplifting and inspiring person.
0: Good. And last one is, why do you think we exist? That is, why are we here? Mm, That's another interesting question. (laughs)
1: Um, I think it's around progression and development. Okay, cool. Because that's that's kind of what, what happens. People always people try for more, so that's why the world is always changing, always moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an innate desire to you know always be better than one was yeah. beforehand. So wonderful. And just to wrap up, Stephen, is there anything else you want to mention? Uh, feel free to you know share links to your website, social media, and anything like that as well here? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I think it's just, I suppose, really the only thing about it that I like to say, I suppose, around health and wellness is for people to actually take control of their own health, um, for people to actually figure out what it is that they want and what's going what's to create more happiness in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, even even doing an exercise of writing down, okay, cool, what are the things that are most important to you? Um, What would allow you um, to be able to do more of them? And then um, what are the things that are holding you back from doing them? And I think once you have them in place, it kind of gives you a tool then to be able to work on those to allow you to progress. Um, But I think, yeah, it's just about kind of figuring out what someone wants, uh, what's holding them back, and then just getting out and doing it. Wonderful.
0: Brilliant. And where can people
1: find you, Stephen? So websites, um, whatever it might be. So on Facebook, um, um, like my personal page on Facebook is just steveobrien.coach. And then on uh, Instagram, it's stevecoaching. Brilliant. So people can catch me there.
0: Cool. I'll add the uh, links in the show notes anyway. But to yeah, wrap up, you. Stephen, thank you so much for spending uh, this time with us. I really appreciate you sharing your journey wisdom and experience with us.
1: Cool Aiden. thank you for having me.
0: That's all right. I'm Aiden Lee and this is the Fit Roots podcast. Thank you for helping us on our mission to build modern warriors.